Hello and welcome to the 55-1 podcast. My name is Wes Berdine for the Storm edition of the 55-1 podcast. Yeah. Yep. Tree fell in the backyard earlier tonight. Timber, so, uh, but not Portland. <clears throat> so we uh, we don't have Alex Schieferdecker here on the phone because my internet went out. Um, I do have Eric Silverbrenneman. Farai, what's up? Uh, not much. Uh, Rodrigo Sanchez. Javaria. Hey! <laughs> Good to see you guys. Um, uh, thank you for being here, despite the storm. The storm has now gone away. Yeah, it was it's beautiful gone. skies, but... It was red skies. It's so weird when like, like, you get a, a big storm like that, and yeah. all of a sudden it looks like it's 3 o'clock in the afternoon, and it's like 9 p.m. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So, but here we are. We've survived. And uh, we've also survived craziness of Minnesota United this past weekend. Mm, what a match. Um, you know, before we start, I'll say podiumware.com is uh, we're not doing the full. No, don't you don't have to get ready yet. Okay. <laughs> podiumware.com is sponsoring the show. We will talk about them uh, later in the show, but please go check them out. Uh, we've got our man Rob from Podiumware who's up at USA Cup all week. So if you're up there and you want to email Rob at podiumware.com and uh, learn about the wares, he'll have some stuff with him. Uh, meet up with him, say hi. He's a cool dude. And uh, you Take can talk some, talk some uh, soccer. Um, I want to just—I uh, don't want to do a break here. I just want to go into a bit of the random news. Uh, the craziest result of the weekend in MLS was uh, you had the, the Derby, the Hudson River Derby, the Derby. Uh, you Arr. had uh, NYCFC versus um, New York Red Bulls, and it's one-one. And uh, take it away, Rodrigo. Tell tell us what happens here. Ball goes out of bounds. The aid linesman points to the corner. Yeah, so NYCFC clear the ball. Right. It goes out, looks like for a corner. It's really high, so I guess hard to see. But the uh, ref pointed as a throw-in. And so the team that's supposed to be defending turned their backs around and just were preparing for a corner kick. So they quickly played the ball. Uh, The ball got crossed in. Header, goal, and then pandemonium breaks out. Sean Johnson was, like, possessed, and I swear was going to strangle somebody, but... And even after the game was over, like... Yeah, they were... It was like, it was like, it was was, about to be... It was the game winner, and so... Uh, Table matches, chairs, yeah. ladders, type of match. No, no, it was in the 65th minute or something around there, but... What was weird is, so you said the, the, the main referee signaled the throw-in. I didn't see that, at least in the highlights I saw. Right. He said that he said it was a throw-in, whether or not that was clearly indicated to all the players. Yeah. and He's supposed to communicate to everyone to let them know that there is a, that is, that is a throw-in. And so there wasn't communication between him and the lines person about where it was supposed to be, so the lines person pointed to... And the lines person never stopped pointing to yeah, the corner, exactly. right? That's so, the thing. so usually, right? If if a if the referee changes it, then they will like change what yeah, they're change, signaling. But no, so like, but he kept pointing to it while the throw-in's being taken. His flag is still pointing to the corner, wow. so you can see why NYCFC like certainly never turn off. Always assume, you know. Uh, I think anyone who saw Liverpool uh, versus who did they? No, Barcelona versus yeah, wasn't it? It was Liverpool because Origi took the the quick. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Kick, right exactly. against Barcelona. Yeah, yeah. Anyone who saw that game should remember: never turn your back to to uh, to the play. But um, yeah, you can. I would be pretty livid if I was an NYCFC fan. Yeah, and so the, the controversy lands on because there was no communication, or yeah. at least there was. A, there's no clarification of there was communication, and now those three points can really make a difference in the. Um. Uh, next, okay. I've got a correction coming from a David Zeller. Hey, <laughs> Wes, I do have a bone to pick. That's because he's a bone picker. About the last 55-1 pod, I don't edit the podcast on two times speed. I listen to them at two times, and I do use headphones. I do edit at like 2 a.m., though, so you got that part right. So I, my <laughs> our sincere apologies to David Zeller. Uh, wait, he, wait! Are you speaking on behalf of us? Just me. Of me? Just okay, me, I was gonna I say, I was like, I, uh, there's nothing sincere about me. He's still me, a monster for listening at two two speed. Like, if you Just listen to everybody. podcasts, like, how can you get any pacing of what people are saying? I, I think that's one it's, of his pet peeves: the fact that he wants to pick a bone with us about 
listening something at two two times the speed. Oh, actually, no. So here's what we should do for him. Hey, David. <laughs> does this sound normal? Fun watching uh, the game uh, with you. Uh, All right, next. Uh, I wanted to. Um, I wanted to have this. So uh, Bobby Warshaw put up this. Uh, this. Um, uh, poll of uh, who we th- who people thought was the coach of the year, and I, I don't actually know who won it. And I'm curious if so. It made me put my my top five together this year, and I'm curious what you guys do. You guys have a a, a, a number one who the the top candidate is for you, or a top three or whatever. Bradley, should I go with mine first? Or yeah, let's or, go with yours. Okay. Um, I lost my notes here. This isn't ranking order. You put in the minutes. Yeah, I put them. Uh, my yeah, top five is Jim Curtin, Philadelphia Union, or top in the East. They have some few of the re- resources. They've got some of the fewest resources. So you're going to throw on your uh, number one. Number this one. is number oh, one. Gonna, I started with number one. Jim Curtin, best coach right now. Uh, Bob Bradley, number two, for obvious reasons. They are the best team. I give Jim the you know because of his resources. Then Matias Almeida. I think I like that one. his team has a clear vision. They are fantastic, um, and they can just absolutely strangle teams. Then I have Adrian Heath as number four. James, Get out of here. James O'Connor for uh, the turnaround in Orlando, <laughs> even though they're still not in the playoffs. He's number five. Uh, do, do, you, do you have any, any other additions? Or I love Almeida, and I think that's probably... Either my one or two. I mean, Bradley's got to be in there as well. But Almeida, just what he's done, and to see the complete turnaround from March until now, mm-hmm. and watching the players buy in as well. Well, we thought like, he was like not going to be ever exactly. coach. Exactly, he thought he'd thought just he was leave out of here. And speaking yeah, of resources, Hindina, you know, far yes, far less. And and here they are. I mean, they're still kind of we beat them, yes, but nipping at our our tails, and they're they're, they're in pretty solid playoff contention. So I mean, awesome. Um. Are they not above us now? They are not. Okay. But they are close. I mean, man, the West is so tight. Everybody's within like two or three points of each other. Yeah, I got to. I got to. I've checked it so many times during it. Yeah, right. They are. They are uh, LA Galaxy at 34. Actually, Seattle Sounders 35. LA at 34. Minnesota 33. Uh, San Jose at 31. Yeah. And then, you know, Salt Lake and, and Dallas at 29. Um, yeah. All right. So Almeida. Any? Do you, Rodrigo? Do you have any other any th- thoughts on these? Um, um, Bradley, number one. Um, it's between Almeida and Philly. And number two, I like um, uh, FC Dallas coach Luchin. Uh, Lucha Gonzalez. Yeah, 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 yeah. Lucha Gonzalez. I, I think Dallas is a really strong team, a young, strong team. That like always like how their academy and so. So you guys are pushing back against you, Heath is going further down and down <laughs> in your list. Heath is not Heath is not in my list at all. Really? No. Taking this team, which is you know certainly not. Uh, um, we are what mid, did, what middle did, of the what pack. What did Bobby spending. say about his analysis of the United lately? Uh, his well, 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 I mean, we'll talk about that. I, guess well, I think I think it has to do a lot with that. With me, it's like there isn't, like, what's our what's what's the United identity? Well, all right, let's let's do actually the Heath talk later because there are a few questions about that, and okay. I don't want to I don't want to. I think my my sleeper gun. my sleeper and um and is uh, Savaresi just because mm. um I didn't know you know I didn't from what their 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 start was going to be in Portland, being away for like what twelve games, no, uh, seventy five games. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, so I was like, like, I was like, I was like, oh, three okay, years just, on the road. Gonna, they're, they're just going to tank all the way because there's yeah. no way no one can. And the fact that you know, uh, you know, their their administration, the way the signing of of Brian Fernandez was was a hit, um, and the fact that they so, were able, they were able to take um, LAFC. Beat LAFC in, in the US LA. Open. In LA, yeah, yeah. Um, was 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 big for me, and I think that's you know I've always always thought you know Portland has a good team, and I think this is one of those things that you know that would do it for me. Well, so. What's funny to talk briefly about the Open Cup is that you've got three teams that are surging right now with Orlando City FC uh, SC finally got their shit together. Yeah. Um, did, Portland, did you see obviously. That? Did you see their the shootout? 
Oh yeah, yes, yeah, we, yeah. The, all the we were in the bar together watching. Yeah, it. Oh, and we, yeah. had no, we had no context. We didn't we know what there was, was like happening. Some sort of fight. We or did. Something? We're like, who, got, you know. who got stabbed? <laughs> so the we funniest saw thing running. Is I'm at home with Giselle, and and we're watching, and I was like, oh, this is going to PKs, and Giselle was watching a good PK, and all of a sudden, you know, when they decided that they're going to kick away from yeah. the section, all of a sudden, they, they started announcing that people were making trying to make their way to yeah. the other section. And then Giselle started look like looking at the security guards because you could see them, and some of them are trying to push them back, and eventually just they just, wave they just gave up. Yeah. I think I or I th- I think probably there was a call from Ops. Yeah. Like, dude, let them <laughs> let in. Them Why in. would we keep and them just, away? And yeah. they just they just yeah. flooded the whole thing, and yeah. it was just a. It was just the funniest thing ever. Yeah. And then they won. And, and so, then they won, yeah. yeah. So you got Orlando, Portland, and Minnesota, all of them on hot streaks going into the semifinals. And Atlanta are not, um, I mean, they've been doing uh, much better, but but it's much more just kind of yeah, up and down, right. right? They had a good streak, uh, I think, a month and a half ago. Now they've had a little bit. Um and so you do have you do have four, three out of the four teams going in and being really strong, and that that'll make for a wild. Uh, that's first week of August, right? Is yeah, that, we yeah. play Portland yeah. twice, twice in a week. Like yeah, a week. yeah, the fourth and that's seventh. That's going to be crazy. Um, uh, last thing I want to say is just the 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 Minnesota United news. Robin Lode, um, I've asked our our Finnish Lode friend, your question, Adam Jarvi. Uh, to to tell us how to pronounce it, he says "load." Uh, much too, I think a lot of people wanted it to be uh, like uh, Lod. like like "lod," like Zod from uh, is that Superman, Superman two or three? Uh, well, it's been like since I was eight since I've seen wait, those. Is Superman. Wait, the Christopher Reeves? Was, Superman? That's, yeah, yeah. That's where I was Neil going. before Zod. Yeah. Oh, then Way Zod. Then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, "load" has a, a. We had a whole Twitter Twitter uh, feed about uh, um, "load." Uh, load um, puns and puns and beautiful load puns. Check yeah. the check the hashtag. Check Drop the, a load. Dropping a load. <laughs> Dropping a load. Um, perfect. Uh, so let's uh, let's take let's a forget Wednesday though. What's Wednesday? Minnesota Aston Villa versus Aston Villa. Are you excited about this? Yeah, well, because one of uh, one of Giselle's teammates' uh, parents is an Aston Villa fan. Oh, cool. Mm. And so um, we've just been, he's been just keeping me updated. We're, we're in this group messaging uh, conversation, and he has, he had, a, he got a picture taken with uh, Jake. Jack Grealish? Yes, thank you, Jack Grealish. Yeah. yeah. Because, One of the only players we, I know from the team. <laughs> because we were, that's, we were at USA Cup yeah. this weekend, and so the finals that we played. Was literally right next to fields, right next to where M- the Minnesota United practice. That's yeah, I was practicing there. Oh, cool! And there's like nobody, like nobody's like. Were they allowed everything. to? Were they allowed to watch? Were people allowed? People to watch? watch. People. I mean, oh. we were watching. I mean, yeah. they were. They were. They even got pictures taken with everybody else, and they were talking. Oh, that's to, cool. So like that's one thing, and I know they like sold out two sections. Or, like they do. As well, the Villa fans, they bought. Up, they have oh, two cool. sections now, so it's yeah. And they're um, they're um they're meeting up at, at Brit's pub, and then they I, I saw that they chartered buses over, and it's like <laughs> yeah, guys, there's a there's literally a train, amazing, like five blocks away. Wow. I mean, but, I mean, they were just telling me about the things that you know were, were were being put on the on the Facebook group that they have. Yeah, about how like you know I'm I'm game I'm game day. I'm game day. Uh, Minneapolis is not going to know what's going to hit them in the aspect of aspect of partying and shenanigans that it's going to happen. So it should be fun. Uh, no, I, I'm I'm not planning to go to the game. I rarely go to these international friendlies. Um, I Unless usually take them. UFC wants to give us tickets, which they should for all these mm, friendlies. <laughs> Uh, they're not giving us shit. Um, so uh, no, I, I usually take them as like mental health uh, times. So I will be at Wait, the bar. So what movie I'll are probably we watching watch it then? If it's a mental health, I don't. Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't know. I will be at the bar before and after probably. But you should watch that uh, that movie about the singer that knows all the Beatles songs and then they forget about uh, it. Yeah, Someone yeah. get a pirated version. We'll watch it in the back <laughs> in the cocktail lounge. So uh, let's take a break. We'll come back and we've got Yesterday. Minnesota United one, Thank Dallas zero. That's it. Yes. Back on the fifty five one podcast, I'm Wes. I'm here with Eric and Rodrigo. Um, let's start out with our comrades, podiumwear.com and the Blackheart jersey. You can go to Blackheart 
or podiumware.com slash blackheart. There's a storefront there. Store. This is the way Podiumware works, where they will set up a storefront for you, for your team, etc. Everyone can get it. They will fulfill the orders. You don't have to get them out to the... You're too early. You're a little too early. Okay, it's light. It's light. Okay. It's light. It's light. But what, what we are going to do is we're going to give away a, a few free jerseys as we go. And the way we're going to do it is if you've already ordered, we're going to just give your, your order for free and refund it. Um, so one of you uh, pick a number uh, be- between... Zod. Uh, one and 100. One and 100. Off the rails. Pick a number. Three. Three. All right. We are going with Ross. I don't know how to say your last name. C-A-P-O-U-C-H. Kapouch! Uh, I assume. So, Ross, you've won. Uh, we'll send you an email or contact us if we haven't uh, done it in the next day or two. But the rest of you, thank you for ordering already. If you have not ordered, you have the month of July. So, you have literally only half a month left to, to purchase these. We're not going to have them in stock at the bar. We're just going to do it this way. So get them in. If you listen and you're out of town, hit me up. We will find a way to ship them to you. Um, but anyway, podiumware.com uh, is a St. Paul shop. They're setting up. Uh, they're working it with like new soccer teams or soccer teams who want to make these changes. And it has been so easy to work with them to get these done. And they look Freaking great. Um, so, hit it. Whoa. Oh, wow. The new 311 album came out, and here's this what you're doing. Podiumware.com. Perfect. All right, thanks, Podiumware. Thank you, everyone, for checking them out and sending the messages and following them. Uh, support the people who support soccer. Um, let's talk about Minnesota United here because holy crap, what's going on? Um, there's probably been two games since we, we did this. I, I'm like forgetting every Wednesday game. I think you forget every, every, no, I no. literally cannot, no, no, no. cannot keep shit straight. No, man. We're just, just the one. We're just one game. Just the one. Just you. Okay. Thank God. The, the, the <laughs> San Jose game. Oh, New Mexico United, dude. Yeah. We didn't talk. Oh, I guess we didn't talk about that. It was a Wednesday. Yeah, that was true. a Wednesday game. The bar got taken over. By New Mexican, they yes, so much fun. Uh, Tell us about that. So what do they call it? What, what is their support? The curse, the curse, yeah. The curse. And it was, um, oh, oh, it was oh, a oh, lot oh, of really cool people. Like there was a lot of also really kind of young dudes who, like, it was so great. They were so earnest. I was behind the bar, um, doing stuff because they got there way earlier than we thought they would be, and uh, they were like, it, it, it was it was adorable and a little bit annoying. <laughs> they were, there were some who were like. As if no one had ever traveled to a game before, and as if like pay attention to me. Yeah, it was. It was just. It was like it was beautifully earnest, but a, a little annoying. Um, but tons of cool people. Yeah. Um, and they were so fun. And after the game, they came. I guess the the team owner was there after, after at the bar afterwards. Oh, I didn't meet him. Um, I got to interview three of them, and and just by total chance, the the three that I picked, one of them actually worked for the team. Oh, so, funny! Yeah. Oh, great! And and he was great. And shout out to the there were Matt and multiple else. Albuquerque news teams there. I heard about this. I <laughs> was just the, like I was like, wait, there's more than one of you guys? Like, really? Okay. Uh, and then it's the game itself man. was I mean, it's beautiful that it's like their first year and that they they went as far as they did. Yeah, I mean, it's the first team, first first year of the USL, right? Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I mean, that's that's always fun. I mean, we remember when we were. And that's that's what out. I kept telling and, them. I was right. like, yeah. there's such solidarity here because we recognize you as us. And their jerseys were so cool. And um, the game was perfect in that the they they scored, they scored first really early, what five minutes in, yeah, and. Uh, and that's exactly like, okay, message to Minnesota United. Thankfully, it was an early goal that you need to wake up and be ready for this. It also gave them a chance to party. They were like maybe dreaming for a bit until like three minutes later when oh, yeah. it all just came down. Their, their section got loud, really loud. Angelo decided to get... And yeah, Angelo gets a hat trick. Um, it was it was a superb performance uh, by them, by Minnesota United. Was the first goal Angelo or was it Molino? Because they called Molino. Did he get his ass I on it, it again like he normally does? I think it was an assist. It was, are we sure it wasn't a buttocks action or something? Cause you seem I, to be preferable that we'll make you happy and call it buttocks. <laughs> <laughs> they called, I mean, the stadium, the announcer called Molino, and it, and it looked like Molino had the header, but anyway, go ahead. 
Uh, now I'm blanking. It was like that's like 30 goals ago. <laughs> that's true. Uh, but it was it was a great win, and that sets us up for as we already mentioned yeah. the Portland semifinal, um, th- which is going to be amazing. Yeah, which um, in Portland and beat. Uh, you know that LFC. both teams are going to that the Sunday game, the fourth. Both teams are going to have B squads out there, right? And it turns out our B squad may be better than their B squad. I mean, uh, we'll see. I mean, Portland has a lot of Portland has probably uh, six or seven what we you would consider DP players who have been bought down. All of a sudden, we have this depth thing too. So we do, it, it and we've got Metnir coming back, yeah. and we've got yeah, we've got lots of players clicking. So I mean, I mean, it is it is we the, got a big load, uh, of a good coming. yeah, we've got uh, we've got the mother load coming. Um, so yeah, so I'm I and 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 honestly, like the semifinals, right? I mean, we're hitting a point where now we're in fourth, uh, we're in the semifinals of the Open Cup. It's probably the best month. In Minnesota soccer, I can ever remember. So we talked about last week. Why don't we go for both? There's there's no reason we can't compete in the cup and also compete in the league. Yeah, I mean, but as we mentioned, you're you're agreeing with me that if you were coaching this team, you would bench everyone for the fourth. For the if you're playing Portland twice in a week, you prioritize that midweek game. Yeah, well, it's got to be a a mix, I would say. But yeah, a lot of them. I'm I'm, pu- I'm, pu- putting everybody- I'm signing Harrison Heath and putting him back <laughs> out there. That's amazing. I don't know if I go that far. <laughs> uh, but um, let let's go to the Dallas game. Uh, it was uh, let me well let me just ask this question here. I'll, I'll I'll frame it this way if I can pull up my notes since I don't have the internet here. Um, just a tip for anyone who goes: please don't don't walk around at halftime in a really hot day in the quarter. It smells so bad. Oh yeah, the bo was so bad. Like I made a mistake of trying to go to my seat through through another gate because I was at the USA Cup and we had just yeah made it to the semis. Uh, Giselle's team made it to the semis and like we were gonna miss half the game, so we're like, ah, oh. so yeah, it was a, it was horrible. But we got there at halftime. So That's what I know. Brandon DePilla says being outplayed. I feel we played poorly and still getting three points. That's what win- winners do, is it not? And so. Let me just we'll just start the discussion there, which is were we outplayed? Was this a, was this what winners do? Play a bad game or a mediocre game or or what? Mediocre for sure. I don't know if it was necessarily a bad game though. I mean, God, we're talking about Dallas now, right? Just yeah, yeah, sure. again, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the transition was quick. <laughs> yeah, sorry. We're now talking about FC Dallas, the win over the weekend. Finley was so close at least twice, maybe even three times. I mean, it wasn't like Minnesota didn't have chances. Um, Dallas definitely did too. Vito was very busy. That's absolutely for sure. Um, but it second half kind of got into a snooze fest. Um the guy behind me kind of looked at me and he's like, is the game over yet? It feels like yeah. this thing's been going for an hour and a half. I think it was, you know, hot weather. It's, it's not fun to play in, but when we, when, it was just really slow. Like, mm-hmm. it just, like the pace wasn't like, you know, here's, it, it was kind of like, here, you take it. No, yeah. you take it. Well, no, the ga- here, you take the it. The game did start frenetic and we almost had a goal in that, that sixth minute or something when Molino takes a shot. Darwin brings it down. He passes off to Ethan. Ethan passes back to him. Darwin shoots, and there's like now 30 guys lined up in a wall. Um, there were chances, but I mean, Dallas had a majority of the chances this game. They they had some great passing movement, really great connection. Uh, Vito had to make. Vito was busy. He was definitely two busy. pretty amazing saves. I think. Yeah. I mean, not even talking about the end of the game. Uh, I, I thought Dallas were. were by far the better team, especially when you looked at Darwin Quintero was bad. Oh, you saw that game. too? I've been oh. saying that for a while. Well, this game in particular, he just looked, he was missing all his passes. Not only and, that, but he was complaining like like early early Darwin, you know, that he's not getting the ball, he's not getting the calls. Yeah. I was like, oh gosh. And that's when I was like, this is just becoming, becoming to turn into a wine fest. And usually when that happens... We usually don't do well. So at that point, it was like zero zero, and I was like, "Hey, I was surprised. I'm okay with a tie." Yeah, definitely. And but I was surprised that Molino came out, and he and Darwin didn't come out. I mean, that was Molino. Molino uh, 
certainly is like, all right, you got to work his fitness or whatever, but don't you with Darwin as well? And Darwin looked gassed. Um, uh, so I, I thought that that was a very um, an interesting choice. And I mean, it worked out. We won the game, but all right, that 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 was. But it, but it wasn't because of Darwin. Mm, no, you're right. Uh, the, the other person I thought I thought Boxall looked in the in the 15th minute. Someone we you know in the section people were like, look at how tired he looks right now. He's like 15 minutes in and he's got he's like hunched over breathing. He got um, beaten. Uh, Barrios had it was like 20th minute. Man, Barrios, Barrios had a really geez. great uh, uh, run through that that um, basically Vito took it off his face and put it over, um, and that that. You know, Boxall was skinned on that. Yeah. Um, the nice thing is, uh, I'm sure Boxall will not see any minutes in this Aston Villa game. And, you know, you do have depth, but, uh, you know, it, it, it was very obvious that we had played 17 games in two days. Catching up with so, them for sure. Yeah. Um, uh, but I don't know. Did anyone else stand out positive I, or I negative? Gasper had some pretty good moves, man. He, I mean, he got beat a couple times, but. No, most notably. The one you're referring to, <laughs> most notably, right at the end yeah. when the PK was given up. Yeah, 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 <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, he was definitely involved. But you in liked that him mess. other other than that. Moment. He had, well, he I don't know if he was he was uh, showboating to us in the Wonderwall, but man, he had some he had some nice dispossessions, and he kind of had a little self volley situation that he did, like right over the defender, back to himself, and he was just putting a on sombrero, a sombrero. He was putting on some cool moves, and and that was kind of fun to see whether he was doing it on purpose or just by accident. And I don't and know. The the one thing I do like about um, Chase, Paw Patrol Chase, um, <laughs> is that um, he's willing to use his body to like either block a shot or dispossess somebody. And there's many a times where he like he'll kind of like. He kind of kneel on a ball, or he put his body on top of the ball, and then get right back up, and then make sure to clear that ball. And you know that's that's something that he that he does a lot, and seems to work. Um, but I I do think I I do I was surprised that he was out there with not with having Kevin Molino be like his defensive help. And I think that's one of the things that really was like when the game was on there, I was like, wow. So if you have Darwin and you have Molino, you're going straight for offense. Yeah, and uh, because we and, and as I said and if we said in this podcast, you know, uh, Miguel Ibarra's role mostly has been a defensive one. Usually, you put it with whoever is the le- who's the weakest of of the defenders, and um, and in this case, Chase. And so I and, just didn't think. And they certainly did attack. Yeah, the, they attacked our left side. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, it was very obvious that Molino's gone. You only have the the you know. The, the rookie, the baby pup cop, mm-hmm. uh, on the left there, and so, uh, but he did really well. Yeah, case. he did have that one moment where late in the game, was it late in the game? Uh, no, he had that no, one wonderful where he, whiff where he like was trying to save the ball going out of bounds, and he and he swung his legs on it and he totally missed it and he just face planted on the grass. Oh, oh I yeah, was, that I was, was thinking right of when he us. was, was when right the ball was going and he was supposed to clear it and because he didn't want to use his right foot. He tried to turn backwards and kick it oh. out for a throw-in. Ozzy was so mad. I, yeah, there Ozzie was like was yelling at him. Oh, the, that was, <laughs> it saw, was I, not. Uh, I yeah, but it was that. just like just use your right foot, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Do, do Ozzie, your, Ozzie uh, was but, on him. Yeah. Uh, but you know, uh, I, don't, I don't. That's the thing too. I mean, I think, I think, and then we also have to talk about Ozzy, right? Yeah. Like how much work he puts into it. And yeah, he took one straight to the nuts in this and then, game. And then, you know, His like, like I said, like I've said before in this podcast, we have to always wonder about the what if Ozzy gets hit by the bus scenario, right? Mm-hmm. Well, which we could, we're, which we're entering into that zone right now. So we don't know do we how do? serious. We don't know exactly what it yes. is. You said you shoulder. Yeah. So he went out and like. Well, s- let's say let's take a digression real quick and, and talk about what that would look like. So Metnir is back. Uh, he got so back Chase Sunday. Is on the bench. So, you think so? So, where, where you lose Ozzy, Metnier's back. What happens to the team? You think Chase goes? I mean, do you really do? You, the, people have faith in Larry, right? Yeah, oh so man, Larry. People have faith in him. One option and is he doesn't have, to, and he and he doesn't have to do. He doesn't have to do what Ozzy does to be somewhat effective. That's and fine. And it was but, proven because because he is the one. That picked up yeah. the loose ball I know. and was able to feed um, 
Gregush to be able to get that shot on goal that eventually led to so led to who's your yeah, left so the back option there. is the option is that Dotson goes back to the left, Metnir comes in the right, you put Leap and Larry is in the middle. Is that what you're going towards? Um, I'm, just I'm just wondering the left the, back. The other the option end. is you keep Chase, you you bring back Metnir, and you put Dotson in that that role next to Gregush. I like that. Um, I think that's probably the safest thing, you know. But you, but that means that you don't start Kevin Molino or you don't start Darwin, and you put Miguel Ibarra on whatever size. I, I think on. Heath would think the safest thing is putting Larry Olin there. He's a he's he's an old head. He knows he knows that game really well. He's a smart dude. It's a little bit more. Uh, that's a little bit safer because you can like protect against the the speed. As long as things. Larry does not decide to be part of the offense at all. Yeah. Because as soon as he pushes up and there's a counterattack, he cannot make that 40, 50 yard dash that Ozzy can. Yeah. And, then, and then it becomes then it becomes who do you trust? Boxel yeah. to be able to step up? Yeah. Or the other center back, right? I mean Well Ike is good. Ike is good, up. but yeah, if you yeah. get past Ike, then you have the three other ones that you have yeah. to really rely on. So that's 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 the issue. That's the issue with me with Larry. Like I get that people like him. I get that he that he that he's played enough to be able to to be a smart player, and that's good to be in this league. That's how Ozzy got to be here for so long. He's a smart player, uh, but at the same time, I mean, like he needs to be understood that he, like if there's if there was one thing, I'd be like, just stay central, right? Just don't even bother going past half line because you're gonna be playing, uh, you know, you're, you're playing a team that, that counters you like crazy. It's, it's also very likely that so we're on the road this weekend to Aston Villa. We will get back to this game. But we're on the road against Aston Villa. It's very likely that Heath goes back to the four three three, right? And you put uh, Leap and Larry, Dotson, and uh, Gregush in the central midfield. Then you've got um, Finley, Darwin, and Rodrigo up. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Rodrigo, you're in, man. I'm in. You made it. I, I can't look I at I can't my, look at you when, when trying to say Rodrigo's his name. <laughs> um, speak, man. If anyone has yelled, that guy's slow. It's like he that's did. Me. Did yeah. did Rodriguez get slower? Oh no, that's that's the that's Rodrigo. No. Um, so uh, that that's one option, and I think that that is probably what I would say. I would say sixty percent likely that they'll 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 run out a lineup like that. Um, Real Salt Lake have been low-key good this season. No one's been talking about them, but they are decent, you know, and they've they've not struggled. They've not blown people away, but um and we're all we'll we'll be on the road. Um so so you're you are thinking you'd rather have Leap and Larry rather than Dotson in the middle? Or you're just making the case. Against of Villa or against the uh, Salt oh, Lake? Villa literally you will be in on Wednesday. Okay. Get it, boy. <laughs> if any of the people who were out there last Saturday are out for more than 30 minutes, I will be blown away. Other than Vito will get a full half. What's it blown away? Uh, Your daughter's going to go in as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah. Again, so I'm just talking Real Salt Lake. Center, center defensive bid will fly all the way back from... From, from Sweden, Sweden. Just, yeah. to, just just so she can play against Aston Villa. Right? Yeah. So, so I, I think I think I think if you go if, if we do a Russell Lake, then you, you give you give Larry a chance to be able to do that only if he's willing to not be part of that offense. Like you really have like you have you have Gregor speed that attacking the, the attacking uh, midfielder, and then and then uh, Larry just stays behind just in case anything happens just to be able to slow anything down. So keeping Dotson and on Yeah, uh, I think right you back. have to. I mean, Dotson's proved that he can... Is Metnair back for that match or not? Do, I mean, he's, no. he's back now. Yeah, he's back now. Yeah, yeah, he's he got back Dotson. yesterday, so, yeah. maybe Because so, you guys saw that slide, right, that he had? It was spectacular. That was a spectacular slide. Like, but I don't know if that's slide. enough to... No, but it's not enough, but he's, he's good enough to be able to play that... That, that left wing right now. Do I want him playing left wing? No, but right now we don't have anybody else that's willing to do that. You know, unfortunately, like unless unless you put Eric Miller on the on, on the right and then you put uh, Chase on the left, that's an option as well too. But right now, I think the way Heath is going to run it is probably just going to be Metinier on the right. Then you then then you'll have uh, you know Ike and Boxel and then Dotson, Dotson, Dotson on the left. Yeah, Dotson on the left, and you have. Gregorish and uh, Larry. 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 Yeah. Um, and then, if you do that, then I would I would suggest to have you know Miguel on the side of 
of either one of those sides to give support. Probably has to be Dotson. Yeah, Dotson's side, and then you either um, you know you you. I'm I'm I've always been on the camp for like Darwin for for Kim, Darwin for uh, Molino, so either one of those have to be on the field, but not both of them at the same time, unless you really are pressed. N- not to a, not a, not away uh, yeah. from home, I don't think. And the one thing I'm worried about is that we talked about last week with Metnier is that we're on the road, um, and we will be playing a bit defensive here, and will the bad habits of like give it to Metnier put a cross in happen again One, two, I, 20 50 times yeah and i i could see that i could see this this being a game that you know this streak ends in be ends with because it's it's a very it's a very easy one where you, you can see that that kind of old mm. habit come back and and certainly we won games with that but it, it's it's not a um it's not a long-term strategy that that could work, and I, I suspect the team knows that. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, Sign uh, the my, my only bold prediction would back, be that Zha. that um, that, that you start toy. Ooh, let's it. get back to the game. Yeah, back we to took Zell's. our long detour to talk about the future, but let's go back to uh, this game, which, um, a, as you mentioned, the second half was dire, and it was uh, Dallas had some great chances. And uh, Minnesota was okay, but they, there was just a lot of sloppy passes. I'd say Dotson to me was was spectacular. Um, he was one of the few players who I thought was um, on all game. Um, other I thought Gregory did a pretty good job yeah. too. Now that I think about it, I wasn't paying attention as much to Darwin like you guys are talking about. But I think in his absence of playmaking, Gregory yeah. kind of stepped up. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't think of too many great moments he had, but that <laughs> means I might have just been. It's dying from heat. Yeah. Um, and then 90 plus one. So um, late, uh, you know, the subs that are made are Toy and Miguel come on yeah. for Molino. And uh, did Rodriguez come off? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so uh, kind of two, two subs that made a lot of sense, right? These guys are uh, have, have great legs to them. They can inject some energy. Right. And then before that, it was Larry for Ozzy. Yes, for the for the injury, yeah, and you know, Gregush gets this ball, and literally everyone in the stadium was going shoot, 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 right? He, but he's everybody like, was saying there's, shots, there's like, shots, there's like shots, two or three D- Dallas players who are kind of making uh, making it hard to shoot. He takes that shot right in front of the and Jesse Gonzalez, right uh, you know, spills, you know, saves the ball but pushes it right. You know, it's like the no and, stretch. And uh, you know, Toy does a great job of running, and that run to turn and f- put it in the the. Well, the, he has a hesitation too. He makes him dive first before he even shoots. Which I, I guess he's kind of already on the ground, but he makes him move before he actually shoots, which is brilliant. Great. I think I think one of the things that you you, you teach your forwards is crash the box at all times, like yeah. regardless of what's going on, just run at. At the play, right? And I think one of the credit, what credit was that it was a sloppy pass. Larry picked it up and saw Gregos and gave him a real nice pass enough yeah. to give him that room to be able to that cut back yeah. and that nice low shot away. And that was just one of the opportunities and, that finally he went through. And right? speaking of the, the tire, tiredness of Darwin, I believe it's Darwin who's on the left wing at that point who has a better angle at the ball, right? Because he's also lined up. And if he had crashed the box, he would have gotten it to it, to it before Toy and had a perfect angle on it, right? But Toy is kind of running at a weirder angle, but is on top of it, right? Johnny on the spot. Yeah, and, and, and I think it, it's because Darwin was also got injured. Yeah. And he was injured at that point. He was grabbing his leg, his ankle. Yeah. I don't know what it was. He was doing that in the first half, though. Yeah. That's why I was surprised so he like, was still so, playing. So, so like, right around that, because there's a moment like in the 80th or 75th, I don't know, something happened, and he just starts standing. Like He would walk, he's grabbing his leg, he's trying not to sit down, he's trying to push through it, you know? You see him hobbling, and I was like, that's not good. Now we, no. we, lo- we lose... We lose Ozzy, and then yeah, we, we who knows what Darwin will be in, and then it's like that would have been a perfect time to put in Molino, but yeah. when Mol- once Molino came out, there was like to me at least in my opinion, they, there was no no off well, the spark yeah. at all. Yeah, and and so Troy gets a goal. Everyone goes crazy. Celebrated by my side. It was awesome. Right. Well, we there's were, five we minutes there. of stoppage time. Zeller and I. And in the f- fourth minute, third minute of stoppage time. Just a super long ball 
just speculative to uh, crossing the pitch, like a 70-yard ball. And Gasper doesn't handle it well. It kind of hits it up. Um, uh, and then Minone comes out and kind of knocks. I'm, I'm not blanking on who, which uh, Dallas player it was. I can't remember either. Knocks, uh, knocks him over. At the, I saw it live, but it was like, obviously, I was 100 yards away. It did not look like a PK. I've rewatched the highlights, which are not very good on, on MLS. They don't show it closely. It still looks there is contact. Yeah, but I was gonna say maybe it doesn't look like him, a PK to me. Not but very strong. I mean, I mean, the the player did what you're supposed to do, right? Yeah. Goalie comes out and you there's contact, you fall. Yeah. Oh yeah, he sold it for sure. So so then credit to the player for selling it. Maybe Menone could have done something a little bit more different. Uh, I mean, I, I no one was expecting. Chase to have that bad of a touch on that ball. Yeah, he just misjudges the height of it, and or maybe he maybe he didn't want to use his right foot. I don't know. Yeah, but then step up. Well, hold v- on. We had we had two, we had yeah, two yeah. minutes of nothingness, and everybody was two like, minutes "What of the VAR, hell is yeah. happening?" And the um, referee has it in for us, right? He doesn't have a good record with us, right? Uh, was it I don't Baldero? I think so. I, I remember. I think I, I believe that he has it in for literally everyone. Yeah, right? I, I'm if I, I mean. Well, that goes my theory. But no, I think you're onto something because Elisa was not happy either when he, when she saw. Elisa's when is Elisa never. not happy? Yeah, I don't yeah, think Elisa's yeah. been happy ever since yeah. Sheila lost. <laughs> yeah, not, yeah. Nope, that's you guys. So um, destroy them. Vito Minone gets up. To, it's a it's a decent PK, not a great PK. Vito Minone saves it, and uh, you, there bananas. was more than one person who said to me after the game that that felt like Minnesota United versus New York Cosmos, right? Hmm. Uh, up at Nessie. We've never beaten the New York Cosmos in the in stoppage time. Ball goes long. Christian Ramirez puts it away, and that was probably the best, most exciting, exuberant win I've ever seen because yeah. it was at the, right at the end of the Nessie period, and uh, and this certainly felt that way. It was not a good game. We were not. not the better team, but two Sometimes moments. You get lucky, right? Two moments happened. Toy crashes the box in stoppage time, and too. Vito Minone yeah, saves, and uh, and it was Bananas. it was I mean, yeah, that, that, I, I have not heard that stadium be that loud ever in yeah. my life, right? No, and, and, and I even, thought and I thought the first game that we had on there, where we was we were gonna we were loud, and at this game it was it was it was nuts, like you know, and it was it was great to see because I I don't think any of us were expecting that to happen, you know, I was like I was. When he was taking a PK, I was like, "Okay, a tie. I'm okay with a tie. We played for a tie, right? You know." But it it, it would have been the Minnesota Minnesota United old way to go to 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 blow a lead and and come up with one point instead of three. Yeah, yeah. But you know what? Well, we did. We right? didn't. We didn't. No. And the end, it was spectacular. Now it's seven. Now this is a, the seventh win. Seventh in a row. win. Yeah. Which is again, like I said, I've I've never seen a month like this in Minnesota soccer. It's been spectacular to watch. And, and this uh, is why you you rank. Keith as fourth. Yeah, I I mean I think legit right. Like, look at the. I think that he has more to work with than a couple other of those coaches. But I think what wouldn't we be second? I think in the East. Um, I think thirty six points gets you second. So yeah, I think so. Yeah, and so so we are we're looking good. And now, um, granted, we've got. Uh, quite a bit to go, and yeah. we'll get to that in the the Twitter questions. But yeah, last but man, games it, are crazy. It's hard hard not to say. Like, look, I don't know, I don't know, I can't tell you exactly what was done. Um, but we were saying for ages that we need uh, Darwin and Angelo to click, and they're clicking. Um, we need to figure out how this depth works. We need to get these young players playing, and they're playing. So uh, credit to them. You know that that's like actually. Things are happening, and and the defense is better. So, w- w- what can you say? I mean, playoffs. That's what I can say. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, we, like, we still if, have like if you, if, like fourteen if we games if we to go. Get it, like I can't put him up there until after the season. If 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 you make the playoffs, and I'd be like, okay, yeah, he did a good job. He deserves his accolades. But right now, everything to me is yeah. he's got more to prove than what what he's done so far. That's fair. Man. Yeah. Well, but Open literally every still. every coach still has fourteen games left to prove what they. So. Well, I mean, I mean, if you, <laughs> like, you think, San, if, San Jose, San Jose has done what nobody. I, I didn't think after the start that they had. Yeah. I didn't think any of that was gonna mean, and specifically, specifically right around when the New England Revolution coach got sacked, 
right? You were like thinking, well, if this is happening over there, what's going to happen in other places, right? Yeah. And so, like, I think yeah. that's a much greater story. I, I see some, I and see some New England fans out there who are like, why aren't you saying Bruce Arena should be coached? <laughs> it's like because he's been coached for like eight games, guys. Like, chill. Like, yeah. Only time Bruce was a good coach was when he was DC United. And that's all I'm saying. Uh, I mean, he won like 18 years in a row for LA too, but. No, DC um, United. Uh, let's uh, take a break. We've got lots of Twitter questions. Twitter question. All right, here we go. Tw- need to get sponsored by like Captain Morgan or something. I swear. <laughs> keep it. Just keep it. Keep moving. Back on the fifty-five-one <laughs> podcast. Uh, we've got Twitter questions. Twitter always hit questions. us up with the 551 uh, hashtag. Actually, just always respond to the one tweet because that's the only way I ever find Oh, just find hashtag 515 um, so people get it. So uh, let's see. Dan Wade says, given the hellish run-in, how many points do the loons need on August 1st to m- ensure they make the playoffs? I'm not sure why August 1st is the – because we only have like two games before then. Um, that's the bill accounts. But uh, let me. I'll give you guys. I'll give you guys the the facts. So Minnesota United have a one point six five points per game. Uh, they have fourteen left. Fourteen games left, and they need seventeen points ish to get the fifty point mark. Right. Last year, the the lowest spots were forty nine and fifty. Um, so they need seventeen points now, which would be a one point two six points per game, um, which is, you know. The question is, how doable is that? What do they need? You know, he's Dan saying okay, we have a hellish look, look, run in, and I don't know which part of he. Look, that. What, can you look at the last eight games that we have? I know the last four games are. I did write that down. The last four games are um, Portland, SKC, LAFC, Seattle. Okay, I think we need to at least have. I don't know a six point cushion. When before we, when that, we, before that. Because I think, I think LAFC here is going to be crazy. It's going to be fun, mm-hmm. but that's LAFC. But yeah, there's still yeah. Yeah. So and so and SKC, ending the SKC season is, is playing like crap, but who knows? But they right? won three nothing this past yeah, weekend. Yeah. And, so who knows, right? So those are all very Portland, tough games. Portland are on the upswing. We played Portland like three times in the last two months, um, and then plus because uh, we haven't played them yet this year, so we played them four times now. Um, then Seattle ending the season Seattle away is going to be tough. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm blanking on when the Open Cup final is. I should have checked this before. It's sometime September, so that could be a distraction. I mean, a great distraction. Yeah. But you could see, right? Certainly, what if we lose the Open Cup final, or if we win, right? That can like mess with some stuff with the team. And so we, I, I think uh, Dan's right. We do need to bank points now. Um, but you also you also don't want to go into the playoffs struggling, or you also at this point are greedy and starting to think like if we get a home playoff yeah, game, right? Keep, I mean, how huge on. will that be? Um, but I don't know what 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 do you what do you think we need to see in the next let's say month of games because August is also a busy month for us, and then it gets to September and October are basically just down to the weekends. I gotta think. I mean, we got Real Salt Lake. Hopefully, we get the win there. Um, who's after Real? Who's after that match? Ah, don't make me look. Sorry, man. Up, man. <laughs> Sorry. I, I mean, I think. I mean, our, our the next few games are Real Salt Lake away, Vancouver Whitecaps at home. They are terrible. Yeah. And then you've got the Portland double set, Dallas away. Those those two need to be wins right there, Real and uh, and Vancouver for sure. Well, Vancouver for sure has to be a win. Rouse Salt Lake, if we get a draw, again, getting draws away. We've, we don't have okay. any draws on the so road. Let's, let's do, let's, let, who's good at math? <laughs> Not me. Don't <laughs> do right. that. Don't do math on your, on, yeah, on, on in your head yeah, on the right. pod. So yeah. re- let's say we, we tie Real. That's one. We beat Vancouver. A Vancouver. That's, that's, that's three. That's mm-hmm. four. Then what do you think is going to happen between the doubleheader of Portland? I uh, think. Who knows? Just go for a draw because one team sure. will okay, shittily win. Let's do win a, it. a draw and then a loss, right? That makes sure. it easy. So we do a, So that's five, and then Dallas away. I don't see us winning that, unfortunately. So that's five, and then we have to be Colorado, right? Yeah. So that let's say we do that. That's eight, and then beat Orlando. 
Yes. That's uh, sure. 11. 11. Yeah. And then and we then don't have to do SKC. Then that's when, that's when we're, then we're, that's when we're up. Right. So, so, we're, so we're close at that point. So, yeah. And I, minimum, I think that... Minimum, like, if we can get 10 points, I think it, we're, we're in that zone. Yeah. But at minimum, minimum, like, at least two win, two win brackets. Out of the last four, you know, LAFC um, looks tough. SKC looks winnable, right? Yeah. Uh, Portland looks... Depending on how we'll, we'll, we'll do that, and then, and then we have the Rui Diaz Golden Boot Watch game. So. <laughs> Had to do it. Always. Mother, did you the, not see his goal? It, oh, was, it's it, amazing. it was an amazing goal. Super, I sent it to you. Yeah. Um, so uh, Emobi says, uh, "Who's the goalkeeper next season?" And is Heath owed an apology by all the Heath out people? Uh, the no. goalkeeper is Manone next season. Um, uh, Emobi Who's has been. Has been St. Clair, right? Yeah, Backup yeah, St. Yeah. Clair. Bye, um, Bobby. Moby, jeez. Yeah. Moby has, has been uh, a, a, not a Heath out person. I think he's been a defender for a while. Uh, but uh, is Heath owed an apology? No. It's too early. Why does he? Why do people want an apology? For what? What has he done? Yeah. They won. Now they've won seven in a row. Yeah, seven in a row. Good for him. Now can you keep that all the way going to the playoffs? Right. This is yeah. good. This is a good time to peak, but we got to keep it going. We got to keep it moving. I think the point is that at the the beginning of the season, we said, "What does it mean for him to be a success?" At the yeah. beginning of of the previous seasons, we said the same, and he did not meet those benchmarks. There was uh, the play on the field uh, did not have a distinctive character to it. Um, there were times. Where that has definitely improved. I mean, that, that, that has, yeah, yeah, yeah. Admit well, that. But weirdly, without Metnir, right? Without the full, right? Squad. But, I, mean, um, I, I mean, from the beginning, we, everybody was like a three-year plan, right? And mm-hmm. each year, we it improved slightly by slightly, but it wasn't enough. And this is, you know, and we all knew that the open this third year was the year where he had to go all out, or else, it's, you know, all, all out or bust, right? Yeah, yeah. Had, that was the well, season, and so well, now he was has enough players to be able to create something decent, right? But does that does that mean he's out of the box yet? No, I mean his, the the goal is making the playoffs. Well, I, I would say open cup, win, win the cup or playoffs or both. One of those things has to happen. And, and I guess what would cracks me up is that like wait wait wait. So you want to win the open cup? I didn't say I want. No. I said I you said, said open cup mm-hmm. or playoffs mm-hmm. or both or both for for him to keep his for him to not be Heath out. <laughs> Not necessarily that. Okay, well but... then clarify yourself. <laughs> I, th- I think for his safety, for his job safety, and maybe for us, it, the, the question was an apology, right? Yeah. I think for us to have to apologize, he has to win something. Well, and cl- the playoff included as a win. What cracks me up, though, is is that like literally the the it's like the the kind of weird revisionist history where it's just like, Wait, I'm sorry. Should we have been like saying yes? This guy's showing an amazing vision when we had two years in a row where we had right. re- record-breaking I mean, goals given up, and like, I mean, yeah, there's like criticism. Yes, of course, we we should have that. And like, I only got on the Heath out train at the end of last year when it was like the 30th time players had been thrown under the bus. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, my biggest criticisms are that this is a coach who. Um, has been terribly handled in the media. Oh yeah, partially because sure. the team just abuses uh, everyone, and um, and that like it's always you know even after this last game, right? Um, he makes these comments where it's like, oh well, none of these people at MLSsoccer.com who he's like texting all the time to be like, oh why don't you like us enough? Did you see? Um, uh, they they use the screen. The screen yeah, yeah, shot of that. that was cool. yeah, and, and so his comments are like, did. oh well, you know they they don't really talk about us. On Extra Time Radio, they talk about Minnesota all the time. They're not talking about Real Salt Lake. They're not talking about these other teams. They are talking about Minnesota United. And they're saying, you know, Bobby's response was like, sure, but you have to show us all these other things. Exactly what my response is like, okay, you've had a great month. That is awesome. Like, do something with it. Like, You need to make the playoffs. That's that's what we're saying The problem is, like, it's the Calvo thing again, and it's because Calvo was not... The the single person there, it's it's a it's endemic with parts of that team, where it's just wanting to like dunk on people. And I've said this way before in the past, like people want to support you, mm-hmm. right? Like people want to cheer. We want to cheer for this team. We wanted to cheer for Calvo, but like don't insult our intelligence. Right. And that's the the infuriating thing. And you know what? If you want to prove 
if Heath wants to prove me wrong and, and dunk on me, then just win some goddamn games and then feel happy when you're winning. Don't get done with a miraculous win and then be like, oh, well, you guys don't give me enough credit. And it's just like, no, celebrate. Because you are making all those people, you're making me feel stupid when you go on a seven-game seven winning streak. Congratulations. I'm happy for you because I want my fucking team to win. Right. That's what drives me crazy about the team where it's just like these people who are just like so thin-skinned that they just need to like fight back on the people who are literally cheering for them. Like it, it is so dumb. And, or like or yell at the MLSsoccer.com people who Look, just take care of business, do your thing yeah. and then just ride it into the playoffs. And don't look at and social media. And then after media. you get into the playoffs and maybe get past the first round, then you can start talking smack about everybody. So no, Moby's not deserving a, no, of a... No, no one gets a, an apology. Nope. Yeah, not until... The, yeah. Um, so uh, just a last question. Actually, we don't have a ton of... Qu- we, we had other questions, but... Wait, we're not going to do the load? Oh, man. We did that. We already... D- we talked about yeah. load. Um, no, there's a question in that in that Mark Feinmeier tweet. Though. Full load. What was his question? I missed it. Who, Wide who, load. Where do you find... Where, who do we find a left back? That was his question. Oh. Point. I don't know. I never predict who we're going to find. Like, would I have predicted low? No, we're going to find, Elisa, are you listening? We are going to find an international left back who will start. That is my prediction. We have $10 on it. Oh, there it is. Uh, Mr. Language Arts says, how likely is Minnesota United chances to make the USOC final considering current form? So let's talk about this. They're going up against Portland. Um at home here, yeah. uh, I know the Portland fans. <laughs> they were not happy. Oh my God! They think they literally think it is a conspiracy <laughs> that the, that um, U.S. soccer put used hot or cold uh, balls. Even though I don't think they actually used balls in this know. draw. I just um, saw it blow that they that they Twitter. did it. Like yes, U.S. soccer definitely does not want a home semifinal at the Portland Timbers. <laughs> For one like of the best, at, like, of course, yeah, they don't want that. I mean, Jesus Christ. Uh, so, what, what do you think our chances are? We'll we'll preview it as it gets closer. But now, do you think this will be a Minnesota versus Atlanta final, or Orlando? Oh, yeah. If it's Orlando, we host the final, which would be killer. But we got to think about Portland first, I guess. Yeah, and man, that, it, I think it's going to be a great match. Um. Yeah, I think it's winnable, but my goodness, it's going to be... I don't think it's going to be a very high-scoring game. Will they sell out the game? That's the question, that right? Because the, the Open Cups are like a, tough. Will it be a midweek as well? Even yeah, it'll be a Wednesday. Yep. Oof. So the question is, can they can they get the energy up after they had a Sunday home game against the same team? Yeah. Oof. Uh, I don't g- know. Getting the messaging out there. That's that's a great question. I, it's tough. But Someone page Chris Wright and make sure that we have enough. Every every I mean I, well I mean they know I mean everyone on that team knows they want to sell that out yeah they want to get those people in but I'm gonna go with a maybe but leaning towards probably not but I'm I'm not gonna be there I'll be out of the country so I'll, I'll just channel my You'll energy be playing for you guys football and the beach somewhere football it's gonna be man it's gonna be winter on my beach so I don't know too much winter is what eighty degrees no I'm gonna be in, I'm gonna be in Santa Catarina I'll be, oh it'll be, it'll be so chilly sixty. 40. Oh, still short weather. Yeah. Oh, all right. Uh, where do we go? Our no. chances? We want one? No. I am... I'm at the struggling point where it's like, I, I fully... Just go with your gut. I fully believe we will win. Okay, but I also that. know that there is a deep sadness <laughs> ready to sprout, right? It's, it's, it's down in the there. The alien. So. I mean, I yeah. think you, th- you, you look at... You look at, I mean, if... Ozzy is healthy, or we find out what Ozzy. Like, yeah, your big give is Ozzy, right? That's cute. Because yeah. then you have you have you have Diego versus Ozzy, right? Oh, and now Ozzy's won see. that battle many times before. Yeah, exactly, right. But if we don't have Ozzy, then we have Diego Diego against who? Larry. <laughs> Larry, and yeah, there you go. Wait, if that happens, I'm like, well, yeah, that's that's game. You know, former teammates. Yeah, Man, but then you true. look at it. You look at it. And, I mean, Fernandez is just all they do is just boot him the ball and he just gets there then he does something magically I mean like if we could just borrow Rui Diaz for like one game <laughs> or two you know? we got we got we got Mason Toy we do but Toy has to start I think Toy needs to I think Toy <laughs> needs to get at least 60 minutes between now and the Portland game coin operated Toy 
up anyway. I like. Oh, you good. know what? I like that better than the librarian. Yeah, yeah, I know. No one liked that. I really tried though, guys. I really tried to make something work, and none of you would pick it up, you bastards. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> All right, I did get Ziggy Zaggy Ziggy Zaggy Toy 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 to go. So oh, I, is that that was you? That's a good one. Yes. Oh. You, uh, you're welcome, America. Was it the Big Ultras made its splashing debut on, on national TV? Did you guys see Big that? Island Ultras? Yeah. Well, you know, you, yeah. Zeller and I. Zeller, Zeller and I. I was right next to him. I had my face covered, though. <laughs> it was hilarious watching that. Uh, Wonder Woman was great. Um, yep, it was beautiful. Well, let's... Uh, let's. You just you... say Cup Champs. That's all I got to say. Okay. Sorry. You say Cup Champs. Yeah. That's all I got to say. Blackhearts, U12 uh, White. U12 White. There you go. Group, white group. Giselle's team. They uh, won it all, went all the way. And uh, were able to host the cup. They have a cup. And the great thing is that the three, three, girl, three girl Blackhawk teams made it to the final. And now yeah. those three, the U12s were the only one that were able to, to walk away with, uh, with, with the cup. Wearing podium wear jerseys. Yes. Boom. Oh, that's right. Podium wear. Podium wear. Podium wear. Got to put some stars on that. We should, right? Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, Let's talk to Rob. Thanks, that. everyone, and uh, we'll see you soon.